son. My hopes and dreams travel with you. You'll be an outcast. I'll kill him. How? He'll be a god to them. I'm comic book movie guy. Henry Cavill is reportedly returning to the role of Superman. And that's led me to a very, very happy place. And I'll tell you why. If we get a Man of Steel sequel, if we get future projects, just even a, a new project with Henry Cavill's Superman, I'm going to feel great. I'm going to feel rejuvenated, you know? Like, I think anything is possible. Anything is possible with the future of DC. People ask me all the time. They're like, what do you think is going to happen with the future in DC? Listen, I don't know. And here's a, here's a fact for you guys. No one knows right now. Literally no one knows what's going to happen. Besides the slate of movies that is scheduled to come out here, we literally have no idea. Like, the Flash movie is coming out at some point in theaters. That's confirmed. We know that for sure. But apart from that, besides like Black Adam with The Rock, there's like a Batgirl movie. Like, the future is not bright, right? Like, I'm still excited to see these projects, but what they're doing is they're giving us like support content. They're not giving us the main thing anymore. And I don't understand that, you know? But when I hear Henry Cavill is potentially going to return as Superman and that he could make an appearance at the upcoming San Diego Comic-Con, which now I'm really excited for, that's all it takes for me is just to hear one guy coming back from the original plans, from the original sort of scope of these characters. Like Superman is, he's criminally not done enough. You know, like you just, Batman gets the movies that he deserves. He really does. Like, we could argue that Batman has gotten his fair share of the spotlight. But a hero like Superman, we've got the Christopher Reeves movies, which are great, but let's be honest, they're, you know, for their time, they were, you know, they were awesome. But now you can't just like, there's no updated Superman content. And I'll be honest with you, in Zack Snyder's Justice League, I expected a little bit more Superman than what we got. And that's okay. Like, the little bit that he's in it, you know, he comes in at the end and helps the Justice League wearing that gorgeous black suit. It's awesome, right? And I just think of, like, solo Superman movies. Well, we got Superman Returns with Brandon Routh. And it's like, 
So that was done by the guy who did the X-Men movies. And it's a good Superman movie. Like, I'll be honest, you know, Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor and Kate Bosworth as Lois Lane. They're great. They were all really well cast and it's a good movie for what it is. But Superman Returns is technically a continuation of the Christopher Reeves timeline. And that's frustrating because it's like, it's, you know, it was like 2007 and it just wasn't like, I don't know, it didn't do it for me besides like a couple of scenes and the fact that the movie overall is quite good. It's just another Superman movie that sort of falls a little bit flat. And then we get Man of Steel, right? Zack Snyder's Man of Steel, a very sort of Dark Knight feel to the character of Superman. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. The first time I watched Man of Steel, I was a little bit like, ah, yeah, I don't know. You know, like I was like, like, this is awesome. Like, it's obviously awesome, but it's like, it's really, it's a whole other story, right? With Cal L and everything. And it was made as sort of a building block for the Justice League movies. It, you know, it became this sort of Batman versus Superman. Like we introduced Batman and then all of a sudden Superman, you know, although in Batman versus Superman, he's a very strong character in that. And he's like the main sort of controversy that we see, the conflict that we see throughout the film is all through Superman's eyes, right? Like he's this powerful being. He's this alien. He exists. There he is, you know? And we sort of get this Batman in Ben Affleck who disagrees with Superman's um, destruction of Metropolis while he's fighting Zod. And I sort of like, I think about Man of Steel and I think back to that movie and I rewatch that movie. It is so good. It's still an origin movie for Superman and Henry Cavill is the best Superman we've ever gotten. But there's just a part of me that just feels like Superman has never really been done justice. It's almost criminal. You know, and I'll say that once, I'll say it a hundred times. This character is and is supposed to be the lead for DC. He's just as popular as Batman. And I just don't understand why this studio that, you know, owns these characters, why they just can't put out a Superman movie or a Superman trilogy or something. You have literally the perfect actor in Henry Cavill. And it just feels like he's wasted to the point that in Shazam, his head is cut off in the scene at the end. You know, where the kids, Billy Batson, is back at school with his crew. And, you know, he has this friend that's going to come and visit his buddy in school, right? And it's Superman. And it's clearly Henry Cavill's Superman. But this is during a time where Henry Cavill sort of walked away from the role. And the studio walked away from Henry Cavill. So now we have this headless Superman. Like his head is just not in the shot. He's holding a 
cafeteria tray, and his head's not in the shot. Fast forward to 2021, with Zack Snyder's Justice League coming out, and we get the Superman that we all deserve, back. And he's wearing the black suit that Snyder intended. His resurrection suit. And the resurrection scene in Zack Snyder's Justice League, as we all know, is, you know, it's the parallel to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Like, it's it's just incredible, right? Like, that scene where he shoots up, um, we sort of get it come full circle from the Man of Steel scene where Henry's, you know, in the crouch and the magnetic field that he sort of creates is starting to form around his fist before he takes flight. And we sort of get this idea this sort of sense in Zack Snyder's Justice League that this is Superman's last flight that we're going to see on camera. It's just how it felt. Because, like, there's no future plans with this guy. And it just, like, to hear him coming back in some form, whether that be... You know, when I said to my friend Zane today, I was like, we were texting back and forth. I messaged him and I said, you know, Henry's coming back. For Superman, Deadline reported that had, that uh, Henry Cavill is going to make an appearance at Comic-Con of some sort. And people are speculating that it's Superman-related. Well, it is Superman-related. It's just there's no way around it. What I'm hoping is that it's not just, you know, announcing a cameo appearance in Black Adam or something, you know? Like, I'm fine if Superman fights Black Adam somewhere down the line because that's what the comics are and that's what happens in the comics. Like, he fights those characters. But, like, I want a Man of Steel 2. I want a sequel. I want Henry Cavill. Like, it doesn't even have to be a sequel tied to Man of Steel. It can be an entirely new Superman story. But give me Henry Cavill and give me some Superman content. Like, legitimate Superman content. And where, where this sort of, where this topic leads me is I go back to this hope that eventually we're going to see the future plots for Justice League, for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Because if you have Henry Cavill's Superman back in the fold, maybe these other actors come back to the roles as well. And I just think that this idea that Warner Brothers has of creating a crisis of Infinite Earths event on the big screen is just a massive mistake. And I could be wrong. For those of you that don't know, Crisis on Infinite Earths is essentially when multiple timelines of these heroes have to come together to sort of fight one common threat and the threat is taking place in multiple worlds so i mean you can talk about multiverse theories until you're blue in the face but the thing the thing is is i just want like is it so hard like if we can get a joaquin phoenix joker sequel that is rumored to be a musical something that bold and that ambitious we can't have a Justice League movie. We can't have a further timeline with Henry Cavill's Superman. I just really hope that this announcement, whatever it is, gives us a little bit of hope for 
seeing Superman back on the big screen in the form that he should be, you know, as a main character and just doing his thing, looking the part, give me Brainiac, you know, I want to see that. Like Brainiac is one of Superman's main villains. If you want to go down, like, I feel like the Lex Luthor narrative is sort of over. Like that whole story with Jesse Eisenberg and whatever else, you know, people still want to see um, Ben Affleck's Batman movie with, you know, Deathstroke or something along those lines. Like whatever it is that Ben Affleck had planned, you know, they talk about it like a, the script was Bond-like, they said, like a sort of James Bond sort of thriller style Batman movie, which, look, if Ben thought it was good enough to be out there, it would be out there. And if Ben wanted to return to the character, I'm sure he would. And he will one day. I still, like, I go back and forth and back and forth over this all the time. It's like, well, is Ben Affleck going to return? Well, no, it doesn't look like it. Well, yes, it looks like it. No, it doesn't look like it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, there's no clear direction. And we literally won't know what that's all going to look like until the Flash comes out. And, you know, he's reportedly going to be trapped in an alternate timeline. Which, it's just, this is what I was talking about the other day. With all of this muddled timeline stuff. Like... Why does everything have to be woven together? Why does it have to be so connected? You know? Why can't we just have solo projects where the heroes meet up, where they don't meet up? You know? Where, where you just have solo hero movies and connected hero movies. Like, we don't have to have such, an, such a connected timeline that everything has to make sense all at once. You know? And I just feel like that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to connect everything and it's hard. And then with Ezra Miller, you know, being pushed out as the flash, like the flash, like, let's, let's just talk about this for a second. The flash is getting a solo movie, a solo movie with, you know, obviously help. Like you have two Batmans in that movie should be interesting, but we don't have another Superman movie yet, you know? Like, why are we focusing on supporting characters of the Justice League? And not just that, supporting, supporting characters of the Justice League in Batgirl, you know? I love that they're doing a Batgirl movie. I want to see that thing. Michael Keaton's going to be in it. That's perfect. You know what? If Michael Keaton came back just for a Batgirl movie, I'd be so good with that. But the rumors out there are that he's replacing Ben Affleck's Batman and that he's going to lead the Justice League at age 50, whatever the hell he is now, you know, 55, 58. It's just, it's a mess, guys. It's a mess. It really is. But on a positive note, hearing that Henry Cavill is coming back, it gives me hope to see future projects with the characters that I love. Let's not forget that we have a Green Lantern show coming out at some point on HBO Max. Tied to DCEU, I don't know. I doubt it. You know, I think it's going to be kind of a, a solo project similar to DC's Watchmen 
on HBO Max, I bet it's going to be similar to that show in the sense that everything is going to be, you know, separate timelines, separate universe, no mention of DCEU characters. I mean, they made they made a, they made two Suicide Squad movies before they decided to go into anything further with these characters from Snyder's universe. Zack Snyder's Justice League was released on digital like two days ago or whatever. And Warner Brothers that same day put out a story through the Rolling Stone that the reason the Snyder Cut got put through is because of bots on Twitter. If you don't know what a bot is, it's basically like these fake accounts, you know, trolls, essentially. People just tweeting just to tweet, you know, multiple accounts, people making multiple accounts for the same cause. And that's just entirely untrue. Look at all the actors and actresses who have supported Snyder and who have said release the Snyder Cut. You know, every single actor that appears in that movie has a tweet out there that says release the Snyder Cut. Those aren't bots, you know. Snyder's entire staff tweeted out, release the Snyder Cut. Obviously, this is probably with news that it was going to go through on HBO Max at the time, but still, the audacity of Warner Brothers to come out and be like, yeah, it was just bots. Like, that's the, like the bots were the reason that Zack Snyder's Justice League got made. It's just... It's so backwards, man, and it and it just it feels like we're getting to this place where like, what are we going to the theater to see? Like, I'm telling you right now, like, I'm gonna go see Black Adam because it's a new DC movie, and it's The Rock, and you know I like the suit, I like Black Adam as a character. Should it be DC's bread and butter of what they're putting out in the theater right now to like attract fans? Like, I know The Rock sells i know he sells and he's a global sort of draw from crowds all over the place right people love the rock i love the rock he's a good guy does he fit the role of black adam absolutely he does but my where i stand on this is why is he one of the main things that they're putting out right now why is that the main focus why are we doing that you know? And I, I get the Flash thing with Ezra Miller being, you know, arrested multiple times and all of this speculation around, you know, the abuse to people and the sort of uh, assault charges, all of this, like nothing good, right? Like, let's forget about that guy. Let's, let's move past him and hopefully cast a new Flash. And I get that there's nothing that they can do about that. And that the original plan for The Flash was to, you know, continue with this character and continue with this guy throughout the series, right? Like, obviously, they wouldn't have casted a guy like that if they would have known that this would have happened. So their hands are tied there. And I get that. And they're going to get some leeway from me as a fan when I watch that film. Because there's nothing they could do. You know, that's just something that happened. It's unfortunate. And we need to move on. We need to move past that. But we need to get back to the bread and butter of what these characters, like what characters we need to see on the big screen. We need to get back to the solo heroes. We need to get back to the Justice League. 
like the actual Justice League. I'm like, I know you guys took a crack at it with Snyder and you didn't agree with how he was doing it. The fans did. Listen, like I know casual fans who have watched Zack Snyder's Justice League, a four hour cut of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Not only do you need patience for a four hour cut, but you have to be, you know, drawn to it enough to watch it over and over again. You know, like drawn to it to not over and over again, but just even in a single viewing. You need to be drawn enough to want to come back, even if you were to split it into two sections. You know, you watch two hours one night, two hours another night. People did that. It succeeded. It was a successful movie. So what are we doing here is my question. I hope that I get some clarity on this at Comic-Con. I also am looking forward to Comic-Con because we're going to get some, you know, some serious news about Marvel finally, like a potential Wolverine casting in Taron Egerton. I, like, listen, it's rumored that Taron Egerton, the guy who played, you know, he's in The Kingsman, uh, he's in, uh, he plays Elton John in Rocket Man. The dude's talented. But have you seen him lately? I don't know if you've seen him lately, but this guy is jacked. Like, he got huge. And he looks like Wolverine from the comics because he's short and he's stocky, right? He's not a... He would be different enough from Hugh Jackman that I could love him in a whole other way. And that excites me. The other thing that excites me is potential casting for Fantastic Four. Like, if Marvel can bring heroes like that back you know like let's get into the fantastic four and by god do it right you know deadpool 3 is going to be coming out at some point let's watch that let's have an actual live action in costume wolverine in taron egerton and let's you know explore that let's see what that looks like and if if Marvel's plan is to go into the Secret Wars, which you know how I talked about the crisis on Infinite Earths for DC, where it's like multiple timelines and all these heroes fighting a collective cause, right? That's essentially what Secret Wars is going to be. It's going to be the same thing. And it's rumored that that's Marvel's next sort of buildup is to Secret Wars. And we could see guys like Chris Evans come back. You know, it would just... But the thing is, is it's going to be so muddy and murky by the time we get to Secret Wars. I just hope that Marvel knows what they're doing. They usually do. I just... I've been underwhelmed with Marvel lately. And I went and saw Thor, the new Thor, Love and Thunder, and fell asleep throughout like basically the entire thing didn't like it right didn't like it at all I went and saw it a second time because I felt it deserved a fair chance I saw it by myself and Christian Bale was very good as Gore and I felt like his scenes were awesome there's enough great scenes in that movie to make it a good movie like it's a decent film it's a comedy and if, you know, Austin, he told me for my second viewing, he's like, man, 
go into it with a comedy, like with a sort of mindset that it's going to be a comedy. And I did that and I enjoyed myself. Like, you know, I'm a guy who hates comedies with the superhero genre. I just feel like some comic relief is great and super effective, but when you take a character like Thor, the God of Thunder, and you just sort of make him into this, I don't know, it's like a one-act play is how it feels. It feels like a skit. It feels like I'm watching a skit. And Christian Bale was like the opposite of comic relief. He's this sort of dark, gritty character that has this really sort of tragic storyline. And he's so good and he's so menacing, but it was almost not effective because of how silly the movie is. So Christian Bale comes in and if you enjoy, like I was, so on my second watch, I was able to separate the scenes. I was able to separate the the comedy from Christian Bale scenes. Anytime I saw Christian Bale, I was like, okay, this is cool. And this is going to be cool. And don't worry about the rest of the movie right now. Let's just focus on Christian Bale. And he was great. And you know, there's potential for, like there's going to be more Thor movies. There's going to be more sort of Taika Waititi style movies out there. You know, Taika's signed on to do Star Wars um, in some form. I'm not going to speak on that because I'm not as educated in Star Wars as, you know, some of my friends are. Um, and they would know more on that. So I'm planning on having a discussion with them at some point and just sort of asking them what that's supposed to look like. And then eventually I'll, you know, I'll get there and I'll talk about that. But I think that if we start getting new stories and new tales of these characters that have failed so many times on screen, not talking about Wolverine. Wolverine was obviously very successful. Hugh Jackman's character in any of the X-Men movies. Like, I'm so glad we have the 20th Century Fox um, version of X-Men because we'll always have that, right? Like, Fox's X-Men will always be the, the greatest for me because that's what I grew up watching. But now, maybe I can enjoy a new version of Wolverine in the suit that I know from the comics. The yellow and black suit with the horns and just, it's awesome, right? And like I said, if you haven't done it and you're listening to this podcast right now, look up recent photos of Taron Egerton and you'll know what I'm talking about. Like the guy is going to kill it if he's cast as Wolverine and the sheer size of him, I'm guessing that yes, they're going to announce that at Comic-Con and I'm excited for that. And as for the Fantastic Four, well, we've seen that franchise rebooted twice. You know, we saw Fox do it um, with Jessica Alba and own Godolph or whatever his name is. And then they did, uh, like even Chris Evans was the human torch in that one, right? Before he got into his Captain America stuff. And those were cheesy, but they're really good in their own way. You know, like if you go into it enjoying a cheesy Marvel movie before Marvel became the empire that they are now, it was, you know, it was a great it was a great thing. It was cool. And the characters matched. They casted uh, Dr. Doom, Victor Von Doom. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was very good. And then Fox rebooted it with Miles Teller and Kate Mara and Michael B. Jordan. 
and Jamie Bell. And boy, oh boy, that's the worst movie of all time. And it doesn't take much to figure out that that's the worst movie of all time. You can actually, I would highly recommend going on YouTube and looking up the cinema sins for Fantastic Four. Like not the early ones, but this newer version that was out in 2010 or 2012 or whatever it was, right? It's awful. Like there's absolutely no plot. None of it makes sense. And it's the worst ending to any movie I've ever watched ever. It's so bad. So to hear that the Fantastic Four is being redone, I know that Marvel's going to get it right this time. I really do. And you know, there's rumors that um, in the new Black Panther movie, Wakanda Forever, Doctor Doom is going to feature in a post credit scene of that film. And whether that happens or not, I hope we see Doctor Doom because he's one of the coolest Marvel villains there is. He's just never quite been done justice, you know? And I'd like to see the Silver Surfer again. Like, let's talk about the rise of Silver Surfer and say that that was a good movie and the Silver Surfer was really well done in that sequel in the early 2000s of Fantastic Four. He was well done. I have no complaints. And for the time, you know, those Marvel movies were fun. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed Daredevil, you know, with Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. I enjoyed Ang Lee's Hulk movie with Eric, ba with Eric Bana. And I enjoyed the Fantastic Four movies. But let's, you know, that's, that's also a character I could leave behind is the Hulk. I feel like he's just been done so many times and, you know, now they're doing She-Hulk, which I don't even want to really talk about because the CGI looks so bad, you know, from what I've seen. I'm just not interested in it. And She-Hulk's a cool character, man. Like, she's a lawyer. And she's this powerful woman. And I'm going to give it a shot because I, I want to and I want to like it. But I just think that if we get to Fantastic Four and we get to New Wolverine and maybe, like, let's see some mutants in the MCU... We're going we're gonna to be okay here, you know? And then on top of that, with this news of Henry Cavill coming back, please, please give me a Man of Steel 2. Some kind of a sequel. Give me a Henry Cavill solo Superman movie. Please. That's all I ask. So I look forward to hearing from the Comic-Con panels of Marvel and DC. I look forward to hearing what the plan is, what's going down. You know, let's get some info. Let's get some rumors circulating. You know, give us some uh, appearances by these actors that, you know, gets the crowd going. Those are my favorite videos to watch when these people just come out on stage and it's like, I'd like to introduce you to this new character. And, you know, and let's say Taron Egerton walks out and everybody starts going crazy because they know what they're going to announce. And then the banner shows up in the background and it says Wolverine or something, you know, like that's what I want to see. And that's what I hope to hear about. Um, but yeah, that's like, that's, that's really all I got for you guys today. That those were my thoughts, man. And I watched Midsummer 
on, or Midsommar, or whatever you want to call it, on Netflix, just to close this with a kind of a strange note here, that movie is incredibly messed up. Do not watch it if you don't like horror movies. If you like horror movies and you like to be sort of mind warped, watch that movie. It's insane. It is insane. Florence Pugh is so good in that movie. And the shit that goes down, I was just like in awe. It was like, it's a good horror movie. A24 uh, is the studio that put it out. Obviously, I'm an advocate for A24. I love all of their films. They're super um, authentic and they're very like, they just like, they push they push that boundary a little bit, you know? They 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 try things that normal studios do not. And uh, yeah, I mean, after letting that one marinate for a bit, I enjoyed it, but man, it's messed up. It's a very good one. I highly recommend. So this has been a good episode. I like, I like talking about this. I just needed to share my thoughts about Henry Cavill because I was excited about that news. And I hope that I have something to report back to you guys eventually here. So I thank you for listening. I thank you for stopping by. I've been Comic Book Movie Guy. This has been a lot of fun. We'll see you guys on the next one. I'm Comic Book Movie Guy. What if a child dreamed of becoming something other than what society had intended? What if a child aspired to something greater? My son was in the bus. He saw what Clark did. You're the answer, son. You're the answer to are we alone in the universe. Can I just keep pretending I'm your son? You are my son. And I have to believe that you were sent here for a reason. And even if it takes the rest of your life, you owe it to yourself to find out what that reason is. How do you find someone who has spent a lifetime covering his tracks? For some, he was a guardian angel. For others, a ghost who never quite fit in. You will give the people of Earth an ideal to strive towards. They will race behind you. They will stumble. They will fall. But in time, they will join you in the sun. In time, you will help them accomplish wonders. You believe your son is safe? I will find him! My father believed that if the world found out who I really was, they'd reject me. He was convinced that the world wasn't ready. What do you think?